0: hey, this is Adam Carolla. And whenever I'm in Seattle... Oh, wait a minute. That was fucking dumb. I don't have to be in Seattle. I, all I got to do is have a computer. Right oh, shit. Anyway, uh, Dave and Chet. God damn it. This has not worked out. Sorry. Previously on the Dave and Steve show. Forever.
1: Oh, um, they're... They're... De- okay. Um, all right. okay.
2: So, uh, wh- that's, that's me too. There's, I, I don't know. We, we, we've talked about and Dave and I have talked about, I know, uh, and, uh, you were w- at least within earshot as we talked about.
1: That was that studied like, um, you know, what, what do they call it when they, when a kid does it uh, like, and you know, yeah, well, great. <laughs> you know, uh,
2: um. yeah, it is it uh, but, you uh, know, it, it's interesting. Uh, the, it, Cause I'm, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm finding, um, and, uh, the, uh, they, they, they seem like, well, I, again, I am, I, I have three boys. Uh, they, I only have one and I had him take me,
1: uh, I had him take me down <laughs> had him take me down, um, uh, and drive me to town
2: um yeah i yeah i don't know it's uh i um I... um so it's
1: long story short i i, I take him I, I i i think um we're uh at a at a job where i the uh, uh i like so i like beats <laughs>
0: Show, show number 68 of the Dave and Steve show. I am Dave. Sitting right alongside me. i 27 miles away is Steve. I'm, uh, I'm. And I'm from, Dave. from parts unknown, the lovely and buxom Tracy.
2: You know, I'm going to just go out and say, maybe you picked out some things to make us sound like we were stupid for the entire hour.
0: Show uh, number 68 of the Dave and Steve show. I'm sorry. I was out last week. And you all were subjected to what we just heard. I apologize. It was a full hour of that. So if you don't want to hear it, don't go back and listen. I'm actually kidding. I I actually really enjoyed the show you guys put together last week. Obviously, I was being a jackass there. But in just a minute here, I actually did two versions of the previously on. One with actual funny clips and the other one with just a lot of stutters and stammers. Because (laughs) as I was going through pulling out the clips, I started to hear these. And so then I went back and pulled all those out, too. So... Took a little I, work, but
1: I had to shut my microphone off during that because I was howling. Yes. I was howling at it, and I saw Tracy looked like he was crying.
0: Yeah, Tracy was
2: doubled over. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to, uh, I had to go to the floor for a moment to breathe.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: No, but again, uh, I I did. I really appreciate you guys filling in last week, uh, Steve. This was a relatively new process for you to actually record the show because I just typically do it because I'm set up and ready to go. So there was a little bit of a of a little uh, learning curve. I don't know. I I know you, I guess it's a learning curve. You had to learn something. It was on a curve, right?
1: It was, it was on a, it was on a steep curve. I I will tell you though, um, there wasn't a previously (laughs) on, on, on 67 and there was supposed to be. And the previously on that I built um, made you sound stupid. Uh, I mean, it it really did. (laughs) It, It was, it was very much engineered to make you sound I'm going on vacation I, I, you know, I'm, you know, I, I you don't screw this up. You know that. I mean, that yeah. kind of is all yeah. really it's make you sound terrible. But I, I almost lost the entire show somehow. But <laughs> yeah. I was able to. get <laughs> like, I'm an, like, I'm not messing with this anymore. I'm just putting it out. In so. an
0: ironic twist, uh, you trying to make me look dumb. Uh, you couldn't figure out how to get it to work, so you just give up. <laughs> uh, no. So That's- no, and, and my wife said. Uh, I listened to the show and I had actually told her, just like you guys, I messaged you guys and said, hey, I'm going out to run errands. I'm going to listen to the show while I'm doing this. Better be good. Made some Mm. smart ass comment, whatever. And so I told my wife I was doing the same thing. And so when I got back, she was like, so what did you think? And I said, (laughs) it was fantastic. I've always wanted to hear a show hosted by Bob Newhart and Ron Swanson, because that's exactly (laughs) Exactly yeah, I, I described
2: it as like NPR with 20% yeah. less smugness.
0: But you guys, in all seriousness, so if, if you if you didn't listen to last week's show, it's sort of right out of the gate. I mean, within the first, easily within the first 10 minutes, but I think it was within the first five, Steve goes Harry Potter. Just boom, instantly, <laughs> instantly into the Harry Potter. And in my car, I yell, no, as I'm driving in my car, because I was like, we're not... I swear to God, if you spend 30 minutes on Harry Potter and, and you <laughs> gracefully, you didn't you didn't spend too long on Harry Potter, but you spent way too much time on the shags. You guys. Picked, <laughs> so let, let me let me break this down. OK, so Steve brings up this band, the shags that Tracy used in one of the music pads. Steve goes on to say. The Shegs are unlistenable. They're they he can't listen to them. They're they're they he they just they don't make music that's listenable. Awful. Like it goes goes to great lengths to say this. They both agree that that, that Frank Zampa Zappa is a little weird and some of his stuff is okay, but most of it's like weird for the sake of weird. So they bury the guy who recommended this band, and then they spend fifteen minutes talking about this band that's so bad neither of them want to listen to it. And yeah. that's yeah, that's that's yeah. right. That's where I almost jerked my car into a ravine. That's where I was. <laughs> it, was... Well, it was about
2: every, about every 15 minutes in the show. We were like Dave screaming. Oh, at, man. The, the, yeah. at the Podcast machine I, right now.
0: I only screamed once at the Harry Potter thing because I thought it was going somewhere. I was just I was seething by the end of the shag stuff. I wasn't like I wasn't like loud in the car. It was, it, that was
1: kind of by design. I, I I thought what are some things we can talk about <laughs> yeah. that Dave would not like? And I yeah. and I did. I worked in Harry Potter on pr- purpose. And I did say I did say okay some music geek stuff and per- perfect, you know. <laughs> worked out yeah. really well.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, uh you, if if you didn't know already, I was in Hawaii. Um oh, the vacation was great overall. Like not a lot of complaints. We went to probably the shittiest aquarium in the known free world. And I'm, I'm sorry to Waikiki. I'm sorry to everybody there, but uh, this was, it was $20 per person to get in. And that included the kid's price. So I, it was 80 bucks through the door. They had roughly eight fish tanks, I would say. Uh, Now, when I say fish tanks, a couple of, well, one of them was probably six feet tall, like eight feet tall. Maybe it was a, it was a big giant window with these big fish swimming around. But for the most part, six to eight fish tanks, octopus exhibit was closed. Uh, oh. The uh, um, oh my gosh, the little fuzzy guys that swim around in the water, otters, 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 oh, otter okay. exhibit was closed for renovation. Uh, <laughs> they, they don't out- have otters. They don't
1: have otters in in Hawaii. They don't, that's but really, they have an that's otter ridiculous. exhibit. I mean,
0: yeah, they don't they have, otter ze- have otters, though. They don't have <laughs> zebras in the in Seattle, but they have them in the zoo. So anyway, so all these exhibits are closed, and it, you don't—they don't say anything about like half of our exhibits are under renovation. When you step through and pay the same price that I'm sure you pay when everything's not under renovation, so we just got in there. We literally walked through it in like 12 minutes tops, and we're back in the gift shop. We're like, "How the hell did we end up back? Did we miss something? We backtracked to see if we missed it. Any- we didn't miss anything. That was the whole. That was the whole stupid thing. And we walked." Close to an hour in the Hawaii heat, it was about 86 degrees and muggy. We walked that entire length to get to this thing that took 11 minutes, and then we walked our asses all the way back again.
2: That actually sounds demonstrably worse than the Seattle Aquarium, which I have just yeah just panned for decades yeah. as one of the worst major aquariums uh, in the world. But that one's worse. And what sure.
0: what what made wow. the uh, what made the Hawaii Aquarium a, a, even more of a slap in the face is. This my son does not ask for things like if we go out on a trip or anything like that, he doesn't ask for. Can I have one of those? Can I have that? Can I get that? There's none of that. He never says he wants to go anywhere. It's just whatever we're doing. He's along for the ride and he's great with it. This was the one and only time he said, Dad, could we possibly go to an aquarium if they have one here? He never asked for anything. So, of course, I had to say yes. And I did say yes, thinking, hey, maybe it's a great aquarium. But before we went, I said, you know, we're in Hawaii. There are ways you you can circumvent the aquarium. You can go out into the ocean that you see near, nearby. We can snorkel. We can scuba. We can even do a glass-bottom boat tour. And you're probably going to see more stuff than you would in the aquarium. He was like, no, nah, I just want to go to the aquarium. All right? We'll go to the aquarium. And then this was the experience. So he's still in Hawaii. He's going to figure out his own way to get yes. home because—
2: uh, Well, yeah, naturally. Yeah, I would <laughs> I would leave him there, too.
0: No, but the only the only thing that went sideways— And, Steve, I'm going to talk about your your donuts in just a second, but— the only thing that went sideways on this trip was our hotel was a very nice hotel. Uh, we really enjoyed it there. The staff was really friendly. But on the second day, the air conditioner broke uh, in the entire hotel. And they have a sister hotel that's not their different names, different, you know, chains, but their sister hotels and they share everything. Their air conditioning was completely down as well. They burst some coolant line. They sent us a letter. They was slid under all the doors. Anyway, so for a couple of days there, it was nasty, because you were just sleeping in hot. Like, at night, it would get down to 75. That was as cold as it got. So you've got the window open, but it's not doing anything. There's no fan. There's no nothing. So we spent a couple of nights pretty miserable, but it was compounded by the fact that we had no cold water. None whatsoever. And so, the showers were scalding hot. The sink water, you would brush your teeth in absolutely hot water. And I was told by my female family members who sit on the toilet to go to the bathroom that the toilet water was incredibly hot as well because they would get splash back that was very hot. So we were just we were cooking in that room. There was no way to get cold whatsoever in that room. And so for a couple of days, it was pretty miserable. But you're in Hawaii. So we it was like, nah we, it was fine. Like, it's just one of those is one of those trip things that happens on a trip. And you talk about it later. You laugh about it years later. And it's fine. So, Steve, the donuts. So, I scout this place out from our hotel. First of all, it's an hour walk from our hotel. It's a 20... 20... Let's just say 20-minute cab ride. (laughs) So, I'm already like, we're not doing this. But, the day we did the North Shore tour, our tour bus happened to drive right by it. And so, I thought, oh, this is closer than I realized. And right as I'm thinking, this is a lot closer than I realized... My wife says, look at the line. And there is a line out the front door that wraps around the building, not once, but once and a half. Like you could see where the line had literally doubled up to get into this place. So then (laughs) I was just like, we are not, I don't, there's, we've talked about it on this show, right? There's, there's really nothing I can think of. I would stand in line for more than a half an hour tops. And so we didn't go the last day, the cab on the way to the airport drove us right by it again. Same size line. I, I don't know if it was that popular when you went, but it was ridiculous. And I was not, I don't need a donut that bad.
1: It was. Um, now I want to say that I am touched that you went to that much effort to even like scout it out to look at it. I, I totally get it. I I absolutely get it. Um, when I drove there and saw the line, I was like, Oh boy. Yeah. And and I forgot, I totally forgot that the line, um, is, is long and it wasn't that long when, when we were there, but I know that it gets that long. Oh so my I, gosh.
0: It was insane.
1: Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, I, I should have hipped you too. they have a, they have a truck that goes out. Um, occasionally you could have found that, but that's, oh. you, you did far more, then probably I would have done had somebody recommended something. <laughs> with my yeah, yeah. So I, I appreciate that, Dave. I, I, I'm sorry you didn't get to experience it, but I, I think you went above and beyond.
0: No, it was a good trip overall, and you two know this, but the people listening don't know this. Uh, the only – so the last show we recorded just before I left, I had mentioned that my fridge, the filter, the water filter on the fridge had broken. I couldn't get a new one in. I'd called service. They were giving me the runaround. Just quick update there. I live in a non-service area, apparently, so they're telling me I'm now going to get a complete full replacement fridge for the water filter, the, the $30 water filter that does not click <laughs> in. They have no other options than to send me a replacement fridge and pick the old one up.
1: They're sending you a free... Fr- you're getting a, a like a brand new refrigerator? Well, a
0: brand new fridge, yeah. They're just doing an exchange, a straight-up exchange. They're
1: giving you a brand new refrigerator yeah. because you're too cheap to buy the name brand Cause we're
0: Because we're out of the service area. So... Uh, So yeah. So anyway, that's fridge update. But what I had said on that show was, hey, listen, if this is the worst thing to happen, I got to shut off my water and ice maker before I go on vacation. It could be a lot worse. Mm -hmm. And then as luck would have it, (laughs) the next day, my wife made it worse. Now, if you remember from about a year ago, about a year ago to this day, almost, I think my wife backed into my vehicle. And she crunched it good. Like it had to be in the repair shop for several weeks, and it was right a pain on the gas
2: ass. cap, as right, I remember. Yeah, she, Some yeah. sort of strange, irreparable place.
0: She bent yeah, the we, gas line. So
1: to th- this point, w- whenever I get hit anywhere on my body and it hurts, I, I I'm like, oh, right in the gas cap.
0: <laughs> so bent your your gas pipe. So what? right uh, right. So we have we had kids over to spend the night with our kids before we left on vacation. They wanted to see them before they left. That kind of thing. So my wife is scrambling, trying to take them all home. She, she's, get in the car, we gotta go, we'll do the thing. we gotta get back and pack, like she's in full vacation freakout mode. I hear the vehicle roll down the driveway, it's gone, and about 10 minutes later, I get a phone call. Hey, what's going on? And it's my wife. I hit your car again. I said, what? Yeah, I backed into it again. Uh, this time it's on the front passenger side rather than the rear driver's side. And I said, you're joking. And she said, no, I just don't have time to stop, but it's dented.
1: Honey, that's not a phone call. That's a that's a that's a stand right here in the kitchen and
2: tell me. So she my... got uh, she got several miles away before oh, yeah. she let you know. <laughs> my my <laughs> wife
0: <laughs> my wife is using my Toyota Corolla like a punching bag. It is just her personal beat-up doll now that she can just ravage because
2: she didn't even stay to exchange uh, insurance information. And, that's and
0: The worst part of it all is even though my kid's only 13, he's going to be 14 in December. We've told him this is going to be your car. Like we're gonna, we'll, we'll pay this car off. Dad'll get something else, and this car will stay in the family until you're ready to drive. So he's pissed too because she's denting his car now. Like she, she has already hit his car twice as well. So she, she felt bad about it. Uh, it is one of those things. I'm just gonna have to. I'm hoping with this one, the dent is it's about the size of a tennis ball. I'm hoping that they can just use one of those weird little suctiony things and just kind of pop it back out again, uh, and that it'll be okay. Mm. But we'll find out. So I gotta yeah. go do that.
1: That uh, your, your insurance agent is going to be, it's going to be like, uh, hold on. I know. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the file. that says you already made this call,
0: which is so why I'm know. hoping I can take it to the, the body shop, throw 50 at them and just have them suction it out in 10 seconds. Cause I think yeah, that's, that's, that's about how it usually works. Yeah. Uh, why are they going to like do the thing where they hit their hand with the wrench and, and ask me for all the money. And then I find out they're also the sheriff in town, like on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Hey, uh, last thing I will say: we went to the. Have you, have either of you guys been to the the Funko shop, the Funko headquarters? I've been by it. No. So and
2: an, I've, look, I've looked at the building. This is in Everett. Yeah. With yeah. The, with the, uh, and it's a fantastic looking building, and it looks very fun on the outside.
0: Yeah, and then on the inside they mm-hmm. have like uh, they have the full like um, 1950s or 60s, whatever it was. I see it. I, I yeah. definitely see it the 1950s or 1960s uh batmobile like full size batmobile with a little batman sitting there driving it and you can get into the they, passenger they, they side do? and take pictures yeah there's a but bunch I, of, this
2: this has been just miles from my house and i didn't even yeah, know this time. we were time. the
0: same way like and steve they have a giant um oh gosh I'm, i i you know i suck at harry potter the big guy the big guy with the beard hagrid hagrid i almost <laughs> said Hagris. i was combining yeah, that, haggis uh, and hagrid uh, hubris uh, hubris <laughs> So they have him. He's He's got to be seven feet tall with the giant Funko Pop. If you guys don't know these, look up Funko Pop. And you'll know that the things I'm talking about instantly. They're everywhere. That, but, that
2: guy's got more back hair he, than you do, Dave.
0: Yeah, uh, without a doubt. But um, I don't know about that. But yeah. that place is rad. So if, if neither – and we didn't – we same thing, Tracy. We had no idea what it was until we had a couple of friends that were like, you got to go. There's so much pop culture stuff there. There's a whole Marvel section, Steve. They have a like a really nice sculpture of but it's a caricature, a uh, caricature of Stan Lee sitting behind a newsstand and he's got like comic books all around him. It's tons of like photo opportunities like that. It it is there's a whole big giant Star Wars section. It's it's really well done. It's like you're walking through a little like Disneyland ride of some sort. It's pretty crazy.
1: How much does it cost to get in?
0: It's free to get in.
1: So it's far it's it's far better than the than the uh, the, aquarium. the aquarium, yeah, yeah, it's far better than, the- <laughs> yeah,
0: it's far, yeah. Ex- except for, for <clears throat> me. I've written
2: them to uh, make a doll, a Vinny Vincent
0: doll. Well, you can make uh, your own custom dolls there, so you could just make Vinnie Vincent right there. Finally, right?
1: Th- he doesn't get, he doesn't get the, the the respect that he deserves. Yeah, you know.
0: duh. And, uh, so yeah. I know I've I've killed a lot of time. I had a lot to say. I was off for a couple weeks. Steve, what did you do last week?
1: Uh, you know, uh, I had a I had a gig. Um, it was, a, it was a, uh, like a street, uh, well, it's a block party. Okay. So I, uh, a guy needed a drummer for, uh, for his band, uh, the band's called chin music. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Tom, the, the, uh, the voice of the Mariners at Mariner stadium, uh, his, oh, sure. his band that he put together, um,
2: that was a baseball reference, chin music. So yeah, that, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah.
1: yeah, I thought it was a I thought it was a you know clever name for a band. Um and uh, so we we show up on on uh, Tuesday afternoon uh, to set up um in the middle of the street on this residential street in West Seattle. Hey guys, let's never go to West Seattle ever. It's it, it is an odyssey of terror. And just it, it's an absolute shit show trying to get to West Seattle with the West Seattle Bridge being down.
2: Yeah, um, oh, just you kind of have to go around like through Biryan or something, don't you? Oh, it's just a yeah, just and I'm, and by the way, with the uh, West Seattle Bridge, it's no real bargain getting there in the first place. <laughs> yeah, there, right, there is yeah. a really good music store there with some old guitars, which I, I I've been known to frequent, but. Uh, um, yeah, it's not that, not that great. And the well, West Seattle,
1: I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. The Scarlet Skylark, but, um, West Seattle is, is like a lovely little community in a, in a great, um, I, I, I like it. They, um, uh, they have some really cool, uh, spots, uh, but this... it was, the, it
2: was the first place I was able to buy beer in a convenience store under 21. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. In, in, uh, in West Seattle. So that they always have a very soft and drunk.
0: All right, Tracy. I was heart. I was pretty lukewarm on West Seattle, but you won won me over with that one.
1: It has kind of a nineteen seventy eight vibe. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. You know, like, in the like, middle about, of the Carter. Right administration. Right there, 78. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> middle of the Carter administration, just before my Sharona. Um. So, uh, cool place. Uh, and so we're set up for this this block party, and it's gorgeous. Like it is. It is absolutely beautiful. The sun's out. I got. Um, I got a bunch of sunscreen, sunscreen. on, you know, we're, we're out on the street. I'm, you know, I'm set up. We're, we're ready to play, play a couple of songs, you know, the barbecue's kicking on. We're smelling great stuff. There's, you know, great people. Storm clouds show up and, uh, and it starts to rain right there. <laughs> Just right, not measurable, right? Not enough to, to measure, but, but definitely enough to ruin every piece of equipment we have (laughs) there if we don't get it covered immediately. So people are coming, they're grabbing the, the plastic, um, uh, the plastic tablecloths and put, and putting them over the gear, um, putting garbage bags over the, you know, the expensive speakers and, and, uh, you know, microphones and all that stuff. It was, um, it was kind of iffy for, uh, for about, I don't know, 40 minutes or so. And then, uh,
0: then hang on. You had to, you had to play inside of a plastic bag for 40 minutes. We,
1: no, we, we decided not to play uh, for for about 40 minutes. And then we, we went back out and we, we finished up with, you know, more stuff. It was a fun, it was a fun experience, but it, I, it hasn't rained like that. Like 45 days or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And the, you know, the open air outdoor event. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Um, I have another gig, uh, on Saturday. So, uh, everybody, uh, make sure you come and see the show last week.
2: Perfect. Very good. Yeah. 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 Sounds great. Yeah. For Tracy, for, how for about training. you? Uh, I, I'd gone out, uh, and done something that I, uh, I was trying to convince myself that something was going to be better than I thought it was. And I thought maybe, you know, with the isolation and being home a lot that uh, maybe I was being cynical about something and I wanted to go out and experience it anew uh, and convince myself that maybe uh, I had created a negative perception where something uh, didn't actually earn that. So I, I've never been a fan of like the, our, olympic peninsula and or the washington coast for that matter it's sure. never sure. it's never really cranked my things that crank. are cranked yes it's never really turned that that lever Cr- that lever the where the things are so anyway the uh but so i had gone out and i, I was going to do this originally on my motorcycle but i decided not to because i didn't really know the roads that well and i had gone across the Uh, the ferry across uh, Puget Sound onto the Kitsap Peninsula, across the Hood Canal Bridge. And I was going to experience basically, first of all, these like we have these three forts that really kind of uh, personify what history in Washington state is very much like. So we have these three sort of like old army forts or Navy forts that are like uh, on Whidbey Island and on a couple of other islands that sort of triangulate and protect this Region of the world against uh, World War one enemies or maybe Spanish. Yeah, yeah, War. Yeah. I'm not yeah. exactly sure, but I can tell you this, that these these forts, while interesting, are not really in great shape and also nothing historical ever occurred there. So they are inconsequential when it comes to history, the, except the fact that they are there and they are definitely old, but definitely nothing happened there they are basically like your boring great-grandfather yeah, yeah, that yeah never did anything yep there's nothing and so well i'd gone out there and spent some time out there on these uh, state parks and looked around and had driven around there and uh had uh gone through the hood canal and the whole west side of uh, or the east side of the peninsula as it faces kitsap peninsula I was kind of taken by the fact that everything negative I've ever said about this region of the world is absolutely accurate. (laughs) There's nothing varied, nothing interesting, nothing historical, even the, the, just looking out at it, you just see water, sure. And tide pools and things, but the, the, the Washington water areas are really very overrated and you see just basically a lot of erosion or a lot of trees and a lot of nothing and some winding boring roads. And I got about four or five hours into this where I wanted to punch myself for doing this. I knew it was stupid going in and now I'm halfway through the day. I'm too far to get home. The only thing that was good about it is I dec- I decided that I didn't want to do this on my motorcycle. Um, because there were a lot of like closed roads. And if you've ever driven around this part, there's a lot of back roads, a lot of state highways that are just kind of winding around with a lot of detours on top of it. it was, I got turned around very easily. So there's no way without the help of, you know, modern, you know, GPS driven yeah. apps, was I gonna be able to do this? And so uh, I was so pissed at myself uh, when I got home that I did this, but I was been so bored with all the time off I have this summer, uh, that I, I felt I was mad at myself for being this desperate and, uh, I was mad at myself for convincing myself. That was this stupid. I'm very angry at myself is what I'm trying to say.
1: So did you did you say you did do it on your motorcycle or you didn't do it no i
2: did not i took a car and that was the only thing the only positive thing was that i wasn't because i don't have like a phone holder on my motorcycle and i i knew i would need to be actually sort of uh consulting the 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 guide yeah you you wouldn't want to just drop
0: eight bucks on that phone holder that would be
2: well. I I just never have done it. And I've never had a reason to do it. And this summer, I've like spent a lot of time on the motorcycle, just roaming around the entire state. Uh, but uh, I decided, you know what? I think, you know, if I I need to re-experience this, give this a fresh chance. And uh, well, the joke's on me.
1: <laughs> I imagine you can't really ride a motorcycle with like a with like a Rand McNally. Uh, you know, Atlas
2: on your, yeah, not on your that I haven't tried. Flying
1: around. No, <laughs> oh, that's like an $80 Thomas guide. Yes.
0: That reminds that's me, uh, this was, you know, I, we're probably 17 years old. My buddy Toby and I, we were driving way into like deep Eastern Washington. So a couple hours, several hour drive in the blazing hot heat. And we were going to go help some farmer that Toby's mom knew that she owed a favor to. He he basically made us his indentured servants for the day. So we had to get there at like six in the morning, even though it was a three-hour drive. It's back in the day. There's no cell phones. There's no nothing like that. So we just have the instructions on how to get to this place written down on a piece of paper, and we have the piece of paper sitting right between the two of us on the little center console, so we can read it. It's hot already, early in the morning, because it's Eastern Washington, just blazing in the in the basin there. We roll down the windows, and those instructions are immediately gone and toby's were kids so toby's doing like 80 miles an hour on a highway and they just right out the window and that was like what do you do in that day and age you don't have a phone you don't have we didn't have anything we had no way and steve you know how it is well tracy too in eastern washington you get into areas where it's just there's just miles of highway for all you can see you can't see anything else it's just flat and there's nothing there's
2: nobody to stop and ask
0: no, and what were we gonna do? Can you tell us how to get to the farmer that his mom knows? Like, we didn't even yeah. know the guy's name. The, so
1: yeah, now, now, to be fair, sometimes that works. <laughs> like yeah. like yeah, you, you yeah. could pull over and say, "Hey, do you know so and so?" And they say, yeah. "Oh yeah, they're over on that street." <laughs> that that that, yeah. that 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 literally happened. Yeah, I like, heard. To me. I yeah.
0: heard you was coming today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're the yeah. you're the talk of the town.
0: <laughs> uh all right. Uh, sorry. So, anything else, Tracy, from last week? Oh, oh no. What what else could I possibly uh Steve's got more. Steve's Steve's got something.
1: Oh, I just reminded me about the you had you had written instructions and that made me nostalgic. Um but what happened last week, we are looking at getting, you know, bids for our roof and um you know, talking to different you know, roofers. I, one, one guy came highly recommended and I, I call the gentleman and, uh, and, and he's great. And he says, okay, uh, where are you located? I said, Oh, um, here's my, here's my address. He says, how do you get there? And I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. I don't know how to get to my yeah. house. Nope. Nope.
0: No. Nope. <laughs>
1: no, I, I do like, I, I had to, like, I was put on the spot, but I'm like, that, like we had to go. I don't. Yeah, do I don't you know, know where the
2: Safeway in Juanita is? Let's meet there, and you can follow me to my house. Yeah, it, was, it
1: wasn't quite that bad, but I but I had to think. Okay, what is the <laughs> etiquette for giving? Um, uh, he said. He said. Well, I'm. I'm in. I'm in Seattle. Uh, and uh, what what part of 405? What what exit do I take?
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, well, are you coming north or south? <laughs> like I, I have to. <laughs> I, I I'm totally and so I give him directions and then, and he, he writes them down. Okay. I'll be there in about an hour. And I'm like, uh, maybe you will. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, there's like two roads that yeah. I'm a little, let iffy me on. print
2: out some uh, instructions on MapQuest and mail them to you. That
1: is, that is, that's exactly what I told him. I said, Hey, Wendy, I had to give, I had to give the roofer directions to our house. She's like, how the hell did you do that? And yeah. I, I'm like, well, I, I did. I mean, I know the roads kind of, and she's like, well, that's, that that road turns into this road. That's it would a, have been
2: funny if you consulted Zach on that. What would you have told the roofer?
1: Oh my God. Yeah. I should have, I should have asked Steve, him how, Steve, how would, Steve
0: uh, just mailed the roofer a Garmin. Well, <laughs> you, you just give me your address.
1: And the guy was great, but, um, Great. But when he gets here, he says, uh, "He says, you know, I own three computers and I don't know how to turn any of them on," and and I'm like, "Okay." And his, li- you know, what oh. he probably lives a much better life than
2: yeah, I do. That's true. He but- say, "Well, it's I have three wives with the same problem." I told
0: I, I told you guys this, but now you made me think of this, and then we'll take a break. But Steve, you made me think of this. Listeners haven't heard this. The tour guide for our North Shore tour <laughs> gets on our All tour right. bus limping. And my wife, who is a very loving, caring person, her radar picks up. She's like, he's got something wrong. I wonder if it's his back. I wonder what's going on. And because she's a caring person at our very first stop, she's like, is your back okay? What's going on? Like she's over talking to him. And I hear him tell her, well, you remember those, uh, was it North Hollywood? It was, right? North Hollywood? Yes. North Hollywood, yeah. that North Hollywood shootout with the two guys in the heavy body armor that had the assault rifles and basically robbed the bank and then had a big shootout in the middle of the street. Well, I was the second person on the scene. I was the second officer on the scene for that. And I was shot in the hip by one of them. We're like, uh, you know, I'm sitting back going, whoa. And Tess is not even, she's not even phased by this. She's like, well, but so does it just give you, is it like arthritis? Do you have scar tissue? Like she's more worried about his hurting. And I'm like, shut up. Let him tell more about the fact that he was the second guy on the scene at one of the most famous shootouts in, in the nation's history. So so yeah, it's like that shootout or the OK
2: corral, right? Yeah, like, so there's right. There's not a lot in between there. That's... But she's yeah.
0: be, she's being a caring person, and so I'm not going to step in there and go like, "Hey, I'd actually like to know more about the shootout." So, so I just let it go, and we get off the bus, and then you know I hear him up front talking to a couple of the other people. This is on the return home now. We've been gone all day, so he's feeling really comfortable with everybody. One of the things that he told us was. Please leave a five star review on TripAdvisor. It helps society. Kind of gave a little spiel about that, but he was very deliberate to say, "Please don't mention my previous profession. Please only mention me by name." There are still people who are looking for me because he worked South Central Gang Division for like twenty five years.
1: So here we are in our podcast. All right. Well,
0: listen, I I put a TripAdvisor with the guy's name on it. On here, I'm not even saying his name, so it's not a it's not a thing. But uh, and and plus, I don't I. If you're a gang member listening to the show, please write us at the Dave and Steve Show at gmail.com because yeah. we'd love to talk to you. Okay, so this guy's telling us all this. So now he tells, I'm hearing him tell these people he received a medal because he laid on his back, basically, after being shot in the hip and shot one of the two of them in the ankle with his pistol under the car. And by wounding that person and making it hard for him to get away, that's when they sort of split up. And that's what delayed them from escaping. And that's what allowed SWAT to come on the scene and basically put them both down effectively. And so he got a medal for doing that in the line of duty after being shot. And I'm just I'm listening to this like going, holy shit. So I'm, I'm texting Steve and Tracy. And I'm like, we got to have this guy on. We got to have him on as a guest. He's got to talk to us. He's got to tell us a story. There's no chance because this man told me, just like you mentioned, Steve, no clue how to run a computer. No clue how to turn a computer on. He was—he was one of those people that's very proud of the fact that he doesn't know how to do any. My dad was the same way. Like I don't know how to turn those things on. It was like a badge of honor. Well, it's a button. You just press. It. I wouldn't brag about that. But this guy said he had no clue how to do. And so there was at a certain point when I was like, ah, it's just not going to happen. I'd love to have him on, but, but we can't. So, but it was—it was crazy that that was our tour guide for the fun North. Shore yeah, nothing Hawaiian. on the
2: tour was was probably that <clears throat> exciting.
0: Not even close. Not even close. Yeah. yeah uh the tour was only marginally better than the aquarium so that was the story he told your group right that was the other thing we we're saying too is but i mean he's he's got a pretty decent limp and the the things he talked about as far as like so we went by a bunch of celebrity homes and he said i was told these were celebrity homes but i like to verify everything myself before i say it to anybody on a tour bus well, as you know, because I've been a police officer for all these years, I know how to get the names of people who own certain addresses. So I just called in a couple of favors, and I know for a fact that's Carol Burnett's house. Ooh ah. I know for a fact that's Bette Midler's house. Whoa, that's Oprah up there. Like, he was pointing out these just nondescript houses all over the place. Same thing, Steve. He could That could have been his spiel. For everybody who got on that bus, he could have pointed at any house and said that that was Oprah's house, but he said he had verified it, and we believed him. So,
1: but Bette, did you get a picture of Bette Midler's house? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> no. that, that was the question at Starbucks this morning. Was what was your what were, what was your childhood crush? And I had to look right in the barista barista's
0: eyes and say Bette Midler. And yeah. I'd be there with you. Ooh. Bette Midler Beaches era. I thought she was she was beautiful. Huh? Yeah,
2: yeah. I spent half of my life thinking she was a man.
0: All right. Hey, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to play the uh, the second version of Previously On. Then we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back on the Dave and Steve Show. Previously on the Dave and Steve Show. And sitting right
1: alongside me a mere 27 miles away is nobody. Tracy is from Parts Unknown. He's lovely and buxom. I don't need to do it the way Dave does it because he's no. not
2: here. Or with that he would hurt her if she didn't give him the cream cheese. <laughs> It's hard without Dave. Well, look, what he, well, look what he'll look what he do for a couple of figs. They can land a guy on the moon, but they can't make a thing that does a thing. Art, is not, the toilet still in your closet? How it is that if you were like performing a bowel movement into this toilet from the standing position. Does bring like belly laughs or do they hate you? I mean, or a little well,
1: bit. <laughs> it was a bit of both, man. It's still somebody passing you meat through a
2: window. So he's, he's jammed something in there that's not supposed to go because of not having cream cheese.
1: And it's it's a picture of a dinosaur, and it just
2: says Tuesday. Dave's going nuts right now, by the way. (laughs) I'm a Harry Potter fan. I can say that because Dave isn't here. I remember listening to the show on, on a toilet in a Motel 6.
3: Hello, nature lovers. I'm here to tell you about a wonderful new recording from DAS Records. It's called... Tracy Green does exotic birds, and it's how I relax after a stressful workday.
0: Just listen. The white speckled dovetail. The Midwestern three footed finch. Caw.
3: Caw.
2: Caw. Caw.
0: The Icelandic rubber beak.
3: They're beautiful creatures, aren't they, folks? And now, for a very limited time, you can get them all. On one Disk, brought to you by Dos Records. Here are a couple more samples of the serenity you'll experience. The blue-tailed pelican. Uh,
0: pee pee. The Peruvian two-toed parakeet.
2: Car, come, come, come!
3: Life is stressful. Why not let Tracy take you on a flight to the far reaches of this great planet? with some of the most beautiful bird calls you'll ever hear.
0: The stiff-nippled Nordic Robin. (coughs) The fire-faced French Owl.
2: Uh, look, I'm an owl. If you're
3: like me, you'll lose yourself in the calms that is Tracy Green Does Exotic Birds. Act now and we'll throw in Tracy Green Does Farm Animals at no additional charge.
2: Okay, I'm not doing any farm animals. Roundabouts are the greatest invention in the history of cars moving on roads, and only in America would we be so stupid to screw it up. They're more efficient, safer, and far cheaper than stupid intersections. The concept is simple, you go. Seriously, you go, you go and you don't stop. If someone's in the roundabout, then just let them by so you can go. But when you go, just go. If you have time to jump into the roundabout, do that. But just go. Roundabouts are about going, not stopping. If you stop at a roundabout because you're unsure about what to do, you are ruining everything that's good about roundabouts. Stop ruining everything. Stop being a tentative little baby and go. Go! This has been Tracy. Steve, you better be teaching Zach how to properly use a roundabout. Minute.
3: Oh, he's not gonna
1: like that when he hears
3: it, <laughs>
0: Steve. Oh. You need to you need to take the trip up to Linden, north of here. Uh, don't stop in the town because they're all racist. But <laughs> leading up to the town, there's about eight consecutive roundabouts that you go through. Uh, they they're they're roundabout crazy up there. Uh, you should absolutely. Take the roundabouts, take Zach through them, take him back through them again until, like Tracy said, he can hit those things at speed. He should be able to totally Tokyo drift yeah. those things just like sideways around them and right whip it right around into and the next it. straightaway. Like just boom, yeah, boom, that's boom.
1: True. I, I heard the uh, United States got a silver in Tokyo drift.
0: Oh, great. Wonderful,
2: That's fantastic. Also, for our listeners in Linden, our racist listeners, thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, we appreciate your listenership.
0: No, this was the thing. We're going to tell this story now. I'm going. I'm just going to tell this story because. Here, so, here it goes. so I I was assistant coach on the on a lacrosse team. A Good friend of mine to this day, Dwayne was the head coach, and Dwayne is African American. So Dwayne and I were after one of the tournaments. Dwayne had said he had heard that they had an amazing bakery in Linden. It's just just this tiny town north in northern, northern Washington, up by the Canadian border, if if you're curious. But uh, Dwayne said he heard they had this great bakery. We should go get some pie there. So we walk in, and and Dwayne is, admittedly himself, he's a loud, boisterous guy. So we had just come off a good tournament where I think we went like 3-1 and or something like that. So Dwayne's talking. He's very happy. He's jovial. And a woman turns around. Now, we didn't know anything about Lyndon other than it had this lacrosse tournament every year that we go to. So we knew nothing about Lyndon. So Dwayne's talking. We got a couple of the moms and dads standing there, but he's kind of having a good time. And this woman turns around and looks at him and says, why do you need to be that way? And she's looking. Now we were all talking, but she's looking right at Dwayne. Dwayne says, I- I'm sorry. Why do I need to be what way? I-, I don't understand, ma'am. And she says, why do you need to, why do you need to be so urban? oh and well that's kind of what the whole the whole group went whoa and Dwayne's like no no it's okay listen I've dealt with this before it's fine we're gonna go find someplace else to eat it's okay and we're like no let's we'll stick around and get some pie he's like nope it's all right I'll follow you guys out let's go well because he was in the front of the line right behind her he was now in the back of our group that was leaving and she is just on him out the store she is saying you know we don't need your kind here we don't need you coming in here and being loud like this. This is a quiet, peaceful town. We don't need, like, she is just on him. And he finally turned around and said, ma'am, if you don't stop following me, I will get my phone out. I will call the police right now. I've got plenty of witnesses. I'm going to call the police. So back off me. And she did. She turned around and left. So, and uh, listen, I'm going to say this right now because it's just like any town. I'm sure there are fantastic people in Linden, and I'm sure the vast majority of Linden people are just great, wonderful people. And
2: we, and we thank you for listening. But all those
0: great and wonderful people in Linden, you should know that then when I came back to my work site and I was saying, like, yeah, this is what happened over the weekend, I had two different people, both who have lived in Linden, one who grew up there and went to high school there, saying, yeah, it's a really racist town. It's an incredibly racist town. It's one of the most racist towns I've ever seen. So, Linden people, that's your reputation. And if you don't like that reputation, do something about it, and get it changed, because I personally saw it happen to a friend of mine. And I personally had two other people tell me that they lived in that town for many years and saw it firsthand themselves. Yeah, fix that shit. Yeah, and that's my that's yeah, but,
2: my. Uh, but uh, keep the lovely bakery. And, thank and, you for and keep
0: the roundabouts because Steve Steve's kid needs those. So yeah. So head on yeah, up, we, get I, a piece of pie, and take him through the roundabout, Steve.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, that. We We're talking about going up uh, going up to Canada at some point. Uh, that would be uh, that would be a good good excuse to hit those roundabouts.
0: I truly don't know, and maybe you're saying later. I don't know, but it, it, are they open? Can we go? Can Americans go to Canada?
2: Nope, only a Canadian uh, they, citizens can get back into uh, Canada right now. They did threaten
1: to uh, open uh, Canada mid-month, but then <laughs> then um, we decided to ruin it again, and uh, now now we're gonna have to wait. We're gonna we're gonna have to wait a while.
0: Yep. We're going to get well, to the I headlines. Mean, yeah. The last thing I want to say before we get to the headlines, because this blew me away. Are either you guys a fan of The Office, the TV show? Do you mm-hmm. like The Office? Yes,
2: right here. Yeah, sure.
0: So Peacock has done this amazing thing, because now Peacock has The Office, and now they stream. And if you think about it, the average uh, uh, episode of The Office is 18 to 22 minutes without be, before you put in the commercials, and then it's half an hour. So you think, that, let's just say 20 minutes, for sake of argument, average episode— Peacock has done this thing where they've gone through the first four seasons and they've made super fan seasons. So all of the episodes are now over 30 minutes long and they have a bunch of stuff that never made the, the show on air because it had to be cut for time. And a lot of it's oh, really cool. funny. It's uh, and, yeah. and it's like you're watching a completely different show because there's all different storylines that they had to cut completely. And those storylines led into next episodes. And so those were cut it's actually really cool we're digging it and we're all big office fans in this house so
1: that's awesome um i had to i had to tell my kid to stop watching it because he's like oh i've i've seen the office three times oh the the this this episode no the series
0: the series yeah yeah
1: you gotta you can't watch it now he has a completely different read because he has unwatched footage now he has to watch exactly
0: yeah yeah all right let's find out what tracy has in the headlines And now, straight from the Dave and Steve Show News Desk in beautiful Anytown, USA Plaza, it's Tracy Green with this week's headlines.
2: Our first story, a Harvard study finds that men who ejaculate 21 times a month were one-third less likely to develop prostate cancer than men who ejaculate merely four to seven times
0: per month. I'm pretty sure I have a one in four gajillion chance of getting prostate cancer <laughs> based on this study. I think I've done the math correctly there.
2: Yeah, this made me a little concerned, actually.
0: This, this made this, you uh, concerned?
2: Because <laughs> I—I made me start doing hot dog math.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: D- does, does it say anything about um, the, the ratio to colon cancer?
2: It does not. Uh, Prostate Mm. cancer is one of the most common forms of the disease among men with 250,000 new cases a year. Research on uh, links between uh, ejaculation and prostate cancer are inconclusive at this point, but data suggests that ejaculation could rid the prostate of carcinogens, lower inflammation and reduce, get this, stress.
1: So uh, also, if you'll remember from last uh, episode, uh, yes. bro- broccoli and cauliflower. Yeah, <laughs> the, the same kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh, so if you put so a piece that...
0: of if you put a piece of broccoli up your butt while you're masturbating, you have all bases covered. <laughs> you all... are,
1: you're not, you're, you're like like navel up. You're uh, you're <laughs> you're, you're, so, you're you're gonna have to worry about, but everything from the navel down, you're. So I'm you're, gonna you're, I'm gonna say clear. this,
0: uh, and I'll be as delicate as I can. Uh, okay. I'm not used to sand. And I went to a beach, and I spent a lot of time on a beach. And when you're on a beach, you get sand everywhere, regardless of swim trunks or not. And I had, I there's, I don't even know how else to say it. The the sand irritated parts of my nether region. Uh, you developed a pearl, didn't you? Especially the uh, the tip. Uh,
1: you're supposed before you go to the beach you're supposed to cover that with rubber cement <laughs>
2: <laughs> i i went to florence Oregon a few years ago well i was i guess it was about 6 years ago but uh and i uh, was riding uh, dune buggies on the dunes and uh that was exactly the same thing that there was like a couple of days where i was still finding sand in places
0: yeah and you get Sorry. a you get a grain in there that is just like going to town and things things I and it it is one of those things I immediately knew what it was it wasn't like I'm dying something's I knew that sand had caused some irritation but it's still very unnerving to just step up to like a urinal to use the bathroom and wonder okay something's different yeah, uh, this, is,
2: uh, this is sand or chlamydia, yeah. one or the other. I'm not sure <laughs> yeah, which. Exactly.
1: It could yeah. be both. Yeah. yeah. It,
0: well, when it sand, comes to me. Sand's
1: yeah. got a lot of chlamydia. Yeah.
2: So it's, it's, it's important to know that uh, the, the decline in, uh, while the, the, there's been a lot, 250,000 new cases a year in prostate cancer, the number of deaths among men has gone down because there are blood tests for that. So if you feel like you are um, in uh, re- at risk for this, get a PSA test at your doctor.
1: You I I really thought you were gonna say uh, it's gone down because there's been a lot there's been a lot more activity.
2: Well, you know, and that could be too, according to this uh, study. So we're learning new things, and I think we should. Uh, I'll, I will definitely follow up on this. Never,
1: well, you know, yeah. so, somebody's getting paid seventeen dollars to do that twenty one times a day.
0: Yeah, and in the meantime, I'm just gonna keep the broccoli at my butt, and we'll, we'll yeah, wait to I hear
2: mean, back. Everyone needs a backup plan. Yep. Baby, so. bro- baby broccoli. Our second story, two men who were seen recently entering into a sewer in Portland's Pearl District, and the city says their actions are both dangerous and potentially deadly. A video posted two days ago by Mackenzie Weed shows the men getting into a manhole located at Northwest 11th and johnson we forwarded this video to the portland bureau of of environmental services which oversees the sewer system and they say that they are very concerned because of the hydrogen sulfide a toxic gas that can build up in the sewer and storm water pipes
0: yeah and the problem is in this day and age you have a 50 50 chance of it being homeless people who are living down in the sewer because they have no place else and they've somehow managed to to do so or somebody making a tiktok video like a twenty-two year old and his buddy wanting to climb down into a sewer because they think it would be funny for a TikTok video, and then they wind up dying. Like, they, yeah. They,
2: and uh, looking at the video, I, I'm if I m- may dare profile these individuals, I'm going seventy percent TikTok, thirty percent homeless. Yeah. But though in Portland, mm-hmm. it's very hard to tell.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somebody once said to me that the bums in Portland look like millionaires, and the millionaires look like bums, and you can't tell the difference. So.
2: Yeah, I used to be able to play a game called Hipster or Homeless, and uh, it's very hard to know. <laughs> and you're
1: going to lose. You know. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. So the Bureau says that they are investigating, adding, we know these two men went into the system, but we do not know if they came out. Hmm. That's, uh, I've never
1: had the urge to really go down a manhole.
2: Just really never wanted to. Never, n- Okay. <laughs> Very good.
1: Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. It took a minute, but I heard it.
2: Yeah. A third story, a German court on Tuesday convicted an 84-year-old man of illegal weapons possessions for having a personal arsenal that included a tank, a flat cannon, and multiple other items of World War II-era military equipment. The state district of northern city of Kiel handed a man a suspended sentence of 14 months and ordered him to pay a fine of 250,000 euros nearly 300,000 dollars the german news agency dpa reported
1: for, so for having these for having these uh, I, I assume workable items
2: yeah, so he is 84 and has a uh, has his own personal arsenal, which includes a tank, which uh, apparently in Germany is uh, is frowned upon. He's
0: been waiting for this moment his entire life for them to f- levy that fine against him, so that he can say, "Why don't you come and take it?" Yeah, because he, <laughs> so he can just go down in a blaze of glory, just
2: firing oh everything he's God. got. Try I- this tank from my cold dead hands.
0: <laughs>
1: I was, I was waiting for him to, uh, to, you know, tell, tell the officer um, <laughs> here comes my German accent.
2: All right, here we go.
0: Okay. Let's hear
1: it. Steve. Wind it up. Um,
2: I did not have to I did, I did
1: not have to oh my God, that's, that's not German at all.
2: He went a little Russian there to say, head a little West, go a little West through, through Poland. <laughs> Okay. a little further okay. keep going okay.
0: you know those people like that have digital volume knobs in their car and if you turn it to 13 or 15 it pisses them off cuz it should be on even numbers so they turn it to 14 and you know you can mess with them by going to thir- Steve's Steve's 13 and 15 is when he can't nail an accent and it's eluding wow. him this is what fries his brain more than anything else so- what we have going
3: on here is I could not afford. Uh, I could not afford the twenty-seven dollars for the uh, for
1: the <laughs> for the application for uh, a museum. I uh, I I wanted to apply, but I, okay, now it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> oh my god! I am. Oh, that's terrible. <clears throat> It you know, also what I, you know what I blame? The, uh, I blame the, the medicine.
2: I blame <laughs> the medicine. Yeah, I mean, that's. that's I, I think all oh, of us uh, should be blaming medicine at this point. It's, it's, all. it's my one damn job. Ordered uh, the defendant, whose name was not given because of German privacy laws, to sell or donate the 45-ton tank and the anti-aircraft cannon to a museum or a collector <laughs> within the next two Years.
0: Can you imagine the guy walking into Goodwill early in the morning and seeing a tank sitting next to the donation box? <laughs> How much for and, this? Yeah, oh
1: my god! And you know that that there's there's that asshole that won't take anything. He just he just points up at the sign that says no tanks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then
1: underneath it, no howitzers. Yeah. And it's been there a while, but yeah. nobody ever noticed yeah. it. But he just points yeah. at it.
2: No. Yeah, howitzers. we don't uh, take televisions, tanks. <laughs> 88 <laughs> <clears throat> our four-story ghost hunter in Buffalo New York reportedly fell 15 to 20 feet during a paranormal investigation inside one of the city's landmark buildings according to the Buffalo News the unnamed 35 year old woman was searching for ghosts in the nearly new or the nearly century-old central terminal building on Saturday when she plunged through a substation roof. Did, so did she become a ghost?
1: Like, did uh, she die or no, not? She, die?
2: she, she, she is, uh, she's actually alive. Have you guys ever, um, had any, it, one of the interesting things, like just about seven doors down, uh, my street, uh, there was a guy that, uh, claimed that the house he was renting was haunted. And so they had some ghost hunter, uh, different, uh, ghost hunters around uh, the area including one of the shows that was popular in europe had come uh to his uh to his house to uh figure out what was going on there and uh so he wrote a book about it called the bothell hell house so you can find it on amazon or anywhere Uh,
1: so so uh call me a kook but the um and you will uh so down in kent the house that we had i I maintain that it may have been haunted by ah. the, <laughs> by a friendly ghost. I, I, several occurrences happened there that were absolutely suspect in a, in a very, uh, yeah, yeah, very. And I'll, I'll elaborate on all of them on a, on another story, maybe for the Halloween episode, but it, it's a, it, you're, There's a lot of unexplained stuff that happened in that
0: house. You're not going to believe this, but I'm not of you, Steve, by the way. Just, I wanted to be clear. I'm wildly skeptical. I the, every, every single Ghost Hunter show I've ever seen in my entire life works the same way. They go into the place at the middle of the night. The camera, as long as the microphone is turned up to ridiculous levels, picks up some creak in the corner that sounds like somebody said, I did it. They're like, I think they just said, I did it. And then they go back and play it again. And if somebody's saying, I did it, you kind of hear... I as the thing creaks, but it's not really anything. Nothing ever shows up on camera. They don't find anything. There might be a flashlight or a light bulb somewhere that flickers. Mm. We have multiple, I would say, 20 if not hundreds of crews around the world doing these stupid-ass ghost hunter shows in several locations around the world in some of the most haunted areas ever noted by mankind. They've never picked up anything on a camera other than the I did it noise that some chair made somewhere off in the corner somewhere. Nobody's ever found anything. I'm I'm not a ghost guy and I, this is this yeah. is completely separate from my thoughts on afterlife or anything like that this is purely when it comes to ghosts that are going to come and like knock your phone over in the middle of the night or whatever it might be or or you feel them like touching your body while you're asleep all that bullshit never happened. Not going to yeah, happen.
2: Yeah, it, it's funny. I, I'm always impressed by the, the tools that they use. And uh, one of them that uh, looks like a, a stud finder. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, Ooh, yes. there's some activity here. <laughs> Ooh, we could uh, hang a heavy picture on this wall.
0: It's, 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 it seems you have a ghost in your wall every 10 to 14 inches. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny.
1: That's funny. I didn't see anything. Um, all of my occurrences were, um, were, uh, were odd, um, odd things that happened, but I did feel a hand on my back to the point where I thought it was Wendy, um, down in the basement. I was on a, I was on a treadmill and I just finished doing a run on the, on the basement. And, uh, you
2: were in the basement. The hand wasn't on your basement.
1: No, the hand wasn't on my basement. Um, but I felt a hand on the small of my back. Um, just a hand, just a regular with, with pressure, you know, mm-hmm. enough pressure that you can feel where fingers and stuff. And I turned around to see Wendy, nobody there. And I screamed really loudly. I screamed really. And my wife ran down the stairs in front of me. I see her I'm, I'm like you were, you weren't right behind me. <laughs> like it was, it was the craziest thing thing it was it was a it was a it was a whole hand it wasn't like a couple of digits or anything it was it was the feeling of a whole hand on my back it was it was really really it was really crazy that was the that was the most i don't know corporeal is that a word that's a word
0: i, I don't i word. don't know what the word was that you said corporeal oh gotcha okay corporeal. Sure, yeah that uh, definitely sounds
2: real <laughs> yeah yeah I'll, I'll look i'll look it up and see if
1: i use that right yeah, I don't think so, I did. Yeah, that's the most
2: uh, carpal tunnel experience yeah. he's had. Yep. So she was taken to a local hospital and treated for multiple injuries. newspaper reported uh, her current condition is not known. A man hunting ghosts with her was not injured. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and also got nothing on tape. Spoil- yeah. Spoiler she, alert.
2: But she
1: did say she felt a hand on her back just before she plunged to her death. Yes. Yeah. Not Not death. Not death. She's alive. That was dumb.
0: <laughs> that's the news, fellas. <laughs> Ended on a high note. I like it. Hey, Boom. if you guys enjoyed what you heard last week with Stephen Tracy, buckle up because I'm here next week, and then the following week I'm out again. This time I'm headed to Oregon to visit family. So, oh you guys are going to be on the hook to record that show together as well. All right. Okay. Uh, that's the energy I had hoped for. That what yeah, you brought right there <laughs> is what I hope. Oh my like,
1: I might be out of town that day too we'll work it out
0: yeah
2: i'll just do my uh, my own uh npr
0: <laughs> the the tracy and tracy show with tracy yeah i yes, can't wait exactly
2: do you, do you remember that show we did where we did uh the uh well i did the uh basically public podcasting where uh i just did a what i thought npr sounds like because i don't listen to npr and uh <laughs> 20 minutes of just uh smug assholeness and uh <laughs> and call it quits
0: my i'm laughing because you called npr smug assholeness but then you said that you sounded like npr last week i didn't get a lot of smug from yeah, you guys i mean it was
2: 20% less smugment oh, Okay. Smugment, right. so it's just uh, all right all we right. had a great time and we were, we missed you deeply but uh, yeah, we were it, happy yeah it's
1: not easy like when when well when either of you is gone it's not it's not easy um but hey, but yeah dave
0: i'm going to i'm about to throw out an analogy that everybody listening to this will be able to comprehend okay you take C.C. Deville out of poison, you replace him with Richie Kotzen. It's not the same. World class guitar player, but the the mojo's gone. The magic's gone. Something's broken about that whole thing. I am C.C. Deville. I,
2: I felt the same way with that guy in uh, Warrant uh, that uh, took over for George Lynch. Since we're staying on very dated, uh, uh, in Dawkins, we're <laughs> staying on just nobody understands anything what yeah. we're saying. They're like, what? Nope. But, nope. uh yeah, I saw him, and I just was like, "He's a good guitar player," but uh, that ain't George Lynch. I, yeah. I don't feel the same magic.
0: Yep.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out how to say that in German accent. Steve, um,
0: anything else from you this week?
1: Uh, next week, I will, uh, I will talk to you about um, a scam that happened uh, near me uh to me it happened to me uh i'll i'll talk about a scam that happened to me a couple of weeks ago that i discovered was a scam and uh we'll talk about that next week
0: yeah tracy anything from you
2: i'm gonna be uh whipping out the uh stud finder and uh kind of come up with some pretty (laughs) cool stories looking for ghosts yeah
0: all right we're gonna wrap things up good to be back uh thanks for filling in last week fellas it was a highly entertaining show uh but this one was better definitely better All right, for Steve, for Tracy, for me, Dave, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Dave and Steve Show.